Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay. Studs or hoops? Mm, it depends on the mood and outfit. If I'm getting ratchet, it's hoops. And if the <laughs> lip gloss is correctly popping, it's definitely hoops. Workplace, church, um, events, like weddings and funerals, I would do studs. Very specific. I- I'm just saying. That's very specific. Thank you. My preference are hoops. I, I, I got the hood, big old, the bigger, the bigger the so hoop, sexy, like, the bigger the hoe. With a sleek ponytail, like a yes, sleek ponytail. Yes, with a deep side. Or a high bun. Yes, with some red lips. Okay, Ooh. with a little bit of lip and some mascara. Yes. Something real simple. I yes, love it. Yes, Okay. See, we can agree on something. Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay, so when you go out with your girls for the night, what role do you play? Who are you going out with? Mm. Well, we kind of have, like, a conversation to determine what our role is. One has to be the de- designated driver now. That's what's taking, like, a Lyft or Uber, mostly Lyft. Right. Um, then I am, uh, some of well, these last couple of times we went out, i just been boring queen. Because so I feel like I'm getting older, and not all the time do I want to drink and then have to go to IHOP. Like, don't don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love to, you know, to have me a little drink and then, you know, go get a little drunk and then go to IHOP to, you know smoothing things out however so like um, alcohol, huh? lately i just been chilling like i do like maybe two little cute uh patron margaritas because you know that <laughs> so, <laughs> so do you need people to like so me i'm a party of one i'm a party by myself mm-hmm. like i don't need i don't drink mm-hmm. so i don't need people to like Hype me up like you could think I was drunk mm-hmm. because I don't do all the extra stuff, but I'm the person that I will bust out in the song and dance in the grocery store. So imagine me going out. But some people need to like they gotta be in the right mood. Yeah. The type of music has to be on or whatever. As long as I like the song, something happens and my body just moves. I'm one of the people. I'm one. I'm not. I'm not you. I gotta have like a little bit of liquor. I gotta, get, I gotta get the from the nine nine to the two thousand. Something just it just speaks to me. Something is just like that. You and I gotta come on. Okay. And I gotta so get real ratchet. You're the let me wait for my songs to come on. Yes. Okay. My Megan Thee Stallions. My okay. my nine nine to the two thousands. You know what I mean. My body just moves. I don't know. It just does something. I don't operate like that. It would operate like that after two, three, no, after three, four five drinks but it has to be like Patron because if you give me like Henny something dark I just be like mm, mm, okay because some people are that I'm going to go out and I'm going to look cute I put on my makeup and my face I don't want to get too hot and bothered so I'm going to just stand here and post no. some people are just swears some people are just turned from the second they get in the door and see that's some what happens it depends on who they go out with yeah I have to be around my girls when we go out because we feed off of each other energy especially mm-hmm. my girl Coco she is definitely me just in a different body like after Coco's a lightweight so after one drink she's ready to dance mm-hmm. and then Portia and Trina they kind of like lay back okay I'm dropping names because I know they listen <laughs> and they can they can text me and tell me that's fine <laughs> okay so you're going on a road trip Let's say you're going on like a four or five hour car ride. Do you prefer to go by yourself or do you want company? Where am I going? Where's matter. my end destination? It doesn't matter. It's it matters. Like a, no, it doesn't. It's it just does. Four, that's not the information I'm giving you. I'm friend. sorry. Okay. It's a four or five hour uh, drive mm-hmm. and you're going to a destination. No matter what the destination is, would you prefer to ride by yourself or do you want someone in the car with you? Do I have my kids in the car? Didn't I say by yourself? I said okay, by yourself. Okay, by myself, by myself. Um, is it daytime? <laughs> Just answer the question. <laughs> I can't answer the question. There are factors at night. No, no, I need no. somebody with me. Because I need somebody to keep me awake. But if it's a daytime, no, I want to ride by myself because I, sp- I have a specific playlist that I am trying to listen to when I'm trying to rock out to. Yes. At nighttime, because you know I wear my little glasses or whatever, um, the reflection from the um, and other cars coming a different way, it 
bounces off of my glasses, so it makes it a little hard and difficult sometimes to see at night. So I prefer to have somebody with me in the car or I make somebody else drive. But in the daytime, I'm all down. I got a specific playlist, and don't you touch my radio, or we're going to fight. I think, I think I'm on the fence of both. So I prefer to drive by myself because I like to leave at a specific time. I want to blast my song and I want to play it over and over again without mm-hmm. anybody telling me nothing. Yeah, I have my, my, my podcast I want to listen to mm-hmm. and I am in control. But then if I do have the ride, I have two people that I don't mind riding with and I don't mind if they talk to me the entire car ride. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I love my fiance, I do not enjoy long car rides with him because if he's in the passenger seat, he's automatically going to sleep. And then sometimes when my music is on, he wants to talk while the songs are on and I'm trying to like
did I don't recall him saying the price. I just remember him yeah. saying he said it was going to be a U.S. Like, citizen. He said it was going to be ten thousand. Oh yeah, he did. He and did. his mom was just like, "Okay, well, I'm your mother." And she was like, "You're not doing enough." I'm like, "What is it? That, what else do you want this man to do? Right? Take out a loan so you can come over here, even though it's going to take two, three, four years for y'all to get and over she here." And she was just like, "I want to live the American dream. I want to have this. I want to go shopping and da 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 all that stuff." But my do thing you is think just what like, Obed said was true? I do, but I don't. I don't think it was maybe necessarily to that extreme. But I feel like, <clears throat> not to be like that, but in the Caribbean, there are some people who, like, you know, when they work at the resorts or when they work at these certain places or whatever it is, like, they want an American because they want to come over. And it's just like, now you don't live here all your life. Your whole family don't been in generations, <laughs> generations. Now one American comes in the family and you like, okay, now I'm ready to go ahead to go a foreign. And now the whole family got to come up. They was fine where they were a lot of other years. Well, all of a sudden, everybody want to come up. But, you Do you know, think that's a culture thing? Um, I think I mean, it's you a, would know more because you're Jamaican-American. I think it's a culture thing in the sense that, you know, you take care of your family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of times people move over to this country so that they could provide better for their family back home. So it's like, okay, I moved to the United States. Sometimes you'll see, like, their parents will move up first, and then their kids will be back over in their country and they're sending money over they're sending clothes or whatever it is and it's just like once I go ahead and I get myself settled and it could take a couple of years then I'll send for you to come up you know what I mean um so a lot of times that happens it's not uncommon that people uh you know send money back over to their family however and they're you know the American dollar goes a little longer a farther way over in some other places mm-hmm. however I do feel like Pedro's doing the most sometimes and I feel like his family knows and I feel like his family takes advantage of him in that sense because y'all wasn't living that way before so why is it now all of a sudden that your family your son is here you want to do this but I also think people have a misconception of America and they think that well you're in America so everything's easier you have to work just as hard like our dollar doesn't go that far as they think it does here mm-hmm. and they go far out there but here it's just like it's, it's not the way that people think it is. It's more expensive over here. So I think people have that misconception of it. But um, the therapy, River, I need River to stop. Because River, you hit the light first. Yes. And my boy Paige, like, I, I want to know what I did before we move on and you're asking my family for respect. Um, he was like, let me get that ball. Let me get yeah. that ball. You swung the light at me, and you were saying some disrespectful slurs. However, I do feel like Pedro should apologize for telling the parents to either shut up or be quiet, something to that effect. Yeah. But he was like, no, I don't want to do it. Yeah, and I do like how the man was saying, like, you know, you have everybody in between your marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm. Moving on. I want to give a shout out, Miss Centoya Brown. She's been incarcerated for the past 15 years. Um, she's a young black woman. I think she's maybe 27, 28, around that age. She's in her later 20s. Um, she was arrested and she was supposed to do life, um, a good majority of her sentence. And Kim Kardashian got her team together and she got her out. She was arrested for killing her um, rapist. Um, for killing him and robbing him. She was involved in sex trafficking and the last person or whatever it was. I'm not exactly sure the details. I don't want to say the wrong thing, but um, she killed wasn't him in self-defense. Her, wasn't that her kidnapper? Not her, her kidnapper. Kidnapper slash rapist. Right. I was going to say racist. Um, but she's getting out next week. So Congratulations she went from serving a life sentence for 15 years, and next week she's supposed to be out. So I'm excited. Um, I've been following it for a little bit, so... Like, even though we don't, like, a lot of people don't like Kim Kardashian, I do take my hats off to her for being so active in the community with trying to get a lot of people that are incarcerated out. Mm -hmm. So, my hat goes off to her in that aspect. I used to love her. Like, love her in middle school. Like, deeply love. I used to watch her show every day. And then, like, when it wasn't on, I would go, like, on on demand and just binge watch it like I didn't watch it before. I knew her birthday everything like i loved her i was obsessed chloe used to be my favorite she still is my favorite i love chloe but her i just feel like humor. she's just so stupid her sense of humor is is right up my alley i think her and courtney are funny they are and when they had their own show together i loved it 
Yeah, her and Courtney are funny. I think Chloe is the most relatable, but I think Chloe's very stupid. And I'd be feeling bad. I just want my girl to find some love. Just find you a good man. And know this, know that. She ain't got no TV in her house. Like Who, Courtney? Yeah. I wish her and Scott get back together. First of all, I like Scott better with the beard. I think that is so now, sexy. he's a fucking looking something without it. Without it, it he, had a he looked up. like a duck. When I was in Vegas, we saw him. He was at the club that we were going into, 10 Oak or whatever it's called. He's very short. Mm-hmm. He's super short. Oh, I, why did you think he was tall? Well, I mean, you see people on TV, mm-hmm. and I never thought that he was tall, tall, but I wasn't expecting him to be that short. Like how short? Like he's short. Shorter than you? No, he's not shorter than me. I'm 5'3". Everybody's taller than me. But, like, he's walking with his bodyguards, and, like, you can just barely see him. Like, I just barely see him. Oh, so he's like a Floyd Mayweather short. He's maybe, like, what, 5'7", 5'8"? That's not short. That's that is. That's, like, average for a man. Okay, he's short. He's a short man. He's a little man. No (laughs) shade. My fiance's not tall either, I'm just saying. And I want to give a shout out to Mr. Christopher Spill, or Spill, my my apologies, Christopher Spill from New York. He's a, um, an aspiring professional football player. He broke the Guinness World Record for the highest standing jump. So shout outs to you. Okay, and I always thought it was Dennis, like Dennis the Menace, Dennis World Book, but it's Guinness. So, hmm. So another shout out is in place to Little Nas X, and I know Alex, you feel some type of way about this, but I cannot stand that fucking song. Okay, my kids love it, but I will I refuse to play it. So, anywho, uh, shout out to Little Nas X for um, being on the what is it, the Billboard Top 100. Yeah, 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 yeah. He knocked out my godmother Mariah Carey. You're who? For- I said my godmother Mariah Carey from one to her. Don't worry about who Sonya knows. I'm I'm just saying. Don't man. worry. If I said she my godmother, she my godmother, okay? I mean Godma can play pay for the wedding. I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> but no, congratulations to little Mazax. But like you know what? I actually like the song, but I need to hear I it. I hate it. Wow. It's so annoying. Do you hate it because your kids love this song? In the no. Have you ever heard that shit loud though? Yeah, I don't care if it's loud. It's, it's, uh, turn down. That song is. It's better off. I don't like it. It's whatever. Stupid. Whatever. It's like they come up with dumb shit all the time. I got the horses in the back. That's all I know though. So I just I keep cannot saying that. stand that song. It's Why so stupid. Until I can't no more. No. Is there a dance to it? I don't know. I'm a YouTube. So can, can you stop? It. No. I really hate that song. It's so stupid. Play that the way, and I'm gonna be like, run it back, run it back. Just and I'm gonna leave. Just wait. I'm gonna go outside. Just wait. <laughs> I'm gonna let you get back. One, man, play you, it again. You, you, play it again. She's back. <laughs> you get one little wedding and want to get on my nerves. Oh my goodness. I love that song. No. Whatever. Any other shout outs for you today, Mike? No, I'm done with my shout outs this week. It's okay. been a while. All right. So, AJ. I don't know if you guys remember the show 106 in Park. And, and if you best. don't remember the show, you're too young to be listening to this. If you don't remember AJ and Free as the host, you're too young. Okay? I'll just say that. Um, but the male host from the show, AJ Calloway, he's been working um, with Extra. Mm-hmm. I think it comes on like Tim Lake Forum. Yes, and they do like celebrity news and things like that. But he has been officially fired following investigation into sexual misconduct allegations um apparently like over the years um a couple of people have shut up and they've said that you know they've been alleging or accusing him of being sexually inappropriate with some of the co-workers there um and apparently after a months-long investigation um he was suspended with pay in the month of february of this year's and they're saying that multiple women came forward but officially he's out of a job don't know when these men will learn. It's so like the Me Too movement and just, just different things have gone on to where you're not safe anymore where I even have like a male friend and like every time we might link up he'll ask me like is it okay if I give you a hug? I'm like yes it's okay like it's like is it okay if I you know put my arms on your back I don't want you to I'm like really 
was like, hey, this is the culture that we live in. And then also on the news, I heard um, people are now doing, you know, online dating or whatever. And people, men are starting to feel like it's really uh, difficult to meet a woman now in this Me Too movement era that we're in like they have to be really uh, strategic about how they ask their questions and mm-hmm. how they move forward within a date versus how it used to be do you think that's do you agree i think you know what being that we are millennials we are 90s babies i think i think okay so rape culture is real mm-hmm. and that's a whole nother conversation in itself but i think now we're trying to i feel like we're in a process now where we're trying to unlearn everything that was deemed normal versus this generation and I don't ever want to discredit anything but when I think about it like think about like when you used to go out right and like a dude would come up behind you and he would just dance on you right and if he was feeling it you would dance and if not you would walk away and be like get out of here bye just just walk away and you dance and then you do the look back at your girl and Mm -hmm. be like yo is he cute or not (laughs) give it a look and if he's cute you stay right? right but I think now it is it's just like hey, can I dance with you or whatever? Like, to me, that was just always awkward or, you know, just whatever. And I think we are in a time now where I feel like we're we're at a time where we're having to do a lot of unlearning of what was and what what is and isn't appropriate and how we speak to people. I even think of something as simple as, like, if a woman is pregnant and someone comes and touches her belly, like, is that considered, like, sexual harassment or assault also? Because it's just, like, you didn't ask me permission and then you touched me. And I think that's something now in today's society, like, you can make a case out of that. And even at work, when you think about people, like, I personally have always worked with women just about, for the most part, but we've all been around that creepy guy who makes comments. Right. Or who gives up, who stares a little too long, mm-hmm. or whatever the case is. But now we are in a time where people... Somebody's are, uncle at the cookout. Someone's mm-hmm. uncle at the cookout. Oh, you sure did grow up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I ain't seen you in a minute. Come here. You know, they want to give the extra long lingering hug or you ain't hug me, you ain't come talk to me. Stop, Negro, okay? But That's my dad. <laughs> oh, don't put him on blast. I ain't trying to put him on blast, but the, it's the truth. But, I, but I say that. makes shit awkward. But I say that to say, I think we are battling on a time where we're in a transitioning time where things like that were just the normal. Mm-hmm. But now people aren't playing now. We don't know specifics of what did or didn't occur with AJ Calorie, but I'm just saying, man, you have to be more, you have to be careful. You know what I mean? And I, it's, it's silly and it's extreme to say, hey, can I give you a hug? You know what I mean? Like, is it okay? Me personally, I'm not a hugger. So man or female or whatever it is, like I have had people say, is it okay if, can I give you a hug? And I think that's just because people know I don't like to be hugged. But now, in this society, it's like you legit have to ask everything. Is it okay for me to do this? Is it okay for me to do that? Is it okay for this? Is it okay for that? And I'm here for it, but I guess for me, coming from the culture where I've just been so used to that, right? I have to think to myself, is that, is or isn't that inappropriate? And again, like, we are in a society where, like, women, like, you know, we are using our voices more than ever. And our bodies are our bodies, and when things are inappropriate, I do encourage women, like, to speak up and say, you know something? I didn't like that. I didn't care for that. Why did you speak to me like that? Why did you approach me like that? Even when you think of, like, the catcalling culture, Mm -hmm. like, it's inappropriate. I bet you that has died down so much in New York. Then again, it probably has. But I don't even think it's just a New York thing. It's not, but it's... When you think of catcalling, the first thing you think of is New York, for me. Mm -hmm. Because my mom's side of the family is mostly from that area mm-hmm. and I would go visit you know up there and that was the first time I ever felt like I was the shit because you can walk down you can literally come out the building and take two steps and somebody say hey mama or mommy or something like that and I'm just like me? <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah like but I guess like when I think of like my fiance when we like I, I could not stand it when we first met and even now, like, when we talk about it, when we first met, he was just like, I have to just apologize, because I just felt like now, he's like, I could never, ever approach a woman like that and think it would be okay. And I wondered, I'm like, is it just because it was college? Is it because you were just in a drink Is state? it appropriate to is say it, what he said to you? I'm not going to say that. Okay. But um, I just think, 
it was just the norm. It was just like, oh, nigga, whatever. Like, you know, like, at the time, you laughed it off or whatever it was, but they were, and the thing is, too, I think the difference was if I thought the guy was cute when I entertained the conversation mm-hmm. and, like, flirt back a little bit, or, like, if not, I'm just like, ew, don't fucking talk to me, da-da-da-da. So, AJ, you know better. What do you what do you think about the dating culture as far as the Me Too movement comes along and men are saying that it's it's very difficult now? I think dating in general, not even just for men, I just think period, because we've we've skipped the human interaction aspect. Right. And now and we're, we're on these dating sites and it's just like, okay, we're getting to this, likes, we're getting to the X. So I think that, under posts. I think that makes it extremely even more difficult. But I think also I think as women, um, you know, as we are finding our voice, I think, you know, we need this, these conversations need to happen earlier on. You know what I mean? They need to happen on the onset of puberty about what is and isn't appropriate. You know what I mean? Um, you know, letting girls know, like, it's not it's not okay that he speaks to you like that. It's not okay that he calls you, like, no, this is your name. This is what you answer to. It's not okay that, you know, whatever it is. Like, it's not okay that, you know, he's making me feel... A little. Little or uncomfortable or he's gawking at your body and things like that. It's not okay. It's not appropriate. And then I also think women shouldn't have to cover up themselves because men don't have, they're portraying men to not have any self-control. No. You need to teach your sons, excuse me, you need to teach your sons it's not appropriate. And to be period. respectful. And to be respectful. And to be respectful. So, I don't know, honey. Do you want to take this one? Um, I guess I will. So, Recently, Mario Lopez um, has been getting a lot of backlash on some comments or a comment that he made as far as trans uh, gender or transitioning for children. He says basically it's um, dangerous for dangerous for parents to allow their children to transition. You are just a child. So I kind of wanted to get into this topic with you about that because you know we live in a world. I've, I've seen and met a few transgender women, um, and of course they have like a show, I think it's on TLC, Life with Jazz, or something jazz, or That's Jazzy, something like that. So basically it is um, a young boy that transitioned into being a young girl, and I want to say she's 13, between 10 and 15, I think that's the age. But at what age is it appropriate for a child to transition? So I was reading into the to the story. And it was very interesting. And um, there's an actress by the name of I want to say it's Charlize Theron or is it Sandra Bullock? I'm not even sure which which of the two it was. But they have an adopted son, and their son maybe like seven or eight, and since like the age of three has been dressing in you know girl clothes. And I guess it was a situation where she was just like, you know, I was beating my son and he was just like, I'm a girl. And that transpired to whatever it is. And Mario Lopez was saying, he was just like, I just feel like at that age, it's inappropriate to say. And um, the the interviewer that he was with, you know, she said, you know, I've worked with kids before in the past. And she said, you know, at that age, they don't have the mental capacity to say or to really fully grasp and understand, you know, exactly what I identify with or whatever the case is. And... I say that to say, and I've said this a million times, I think right now in society we are over we aren't allowing kids to be fucking kids. Like we're putting too much social pressure. Social pressure. Peer it's pressure. Much, social pressure. It's too much. I have to fit into this. And like granted, like your kids are gonna be who they're gonna be. You know what I mean? Right. But I just feel like at three and four years old, why are you entertaining such things? Like, when people have said, like, we all know someone, like, who may be, uh, someone who may be uh, gay or whatever that's part of the LGBT community, and parents, and you've heard people say, like, I knew from when they were little. Right. Okay, and that's fine, but it's not a situation where, like, you go at four years and five years old, I'm not going to ask you, hey, do you like boys? Or do you like girls? I'm not going to do that. Well, I don't think that's what, what, so you said that she was giving her son a bath and he just said, I'm a girl. So, right. And that's what I said. I said, I don't know the details of where that transitioned to as far as, like, you know, now I'm identifying as a girl or whatever the case is. I say that to say, and I guess bringing it back to what he was saying was just, just that we need to let kids be kids. I feel like we're doing a lot. And at that age, they shouldn't be thinking about 
things like that. And when you put those ideas in their mind, he was saying that I think it's dangerous. Now, I don't know if he thinks it's dangerous because it's dangerous, you know, for them, you know, as a child or whatever, is to be trans. I don't know specifically what he calls dangerous, but I do agree that at three and four years old, I, I feel like if my kid came to me and said something like that, I'm going to watch it, mm-hmm. but it's not something that I'm going to openly speak about. I'm right. not going to sit there and ask you a million more questions right. or whatever it is. Because one day I could be like, I'm a unicorn or a lion or right. whatever it they is. They change their mind every so I'm not going to sit there and be like, okay, well, let's transition you to a lion. I'm right. not, not going to do that. I don't know. Like, it's, it's very sticky. And again, this this culture and time that we're in, it's like you literally can't say anything. Right. I agree with you and Mario. However, I don't agree with the specific word of dangerous. Dangerous, right. Okay. Um, I think, like you said, we are in a time where it's, we are in this um, a sensitive area where everybody wants to be heard, and that is cool. But for me, being a mom, I would say if my son, you know, told me that, you know, I'm washing him up and he's a girl, you know, I would have a conversation, you know, with my husband and be like, hey, you know, I just want you to know your son said this, but um, I would, like you said, watch it and see how it goes. And ask him, why do you say that? But I, I would say, where did you get that from? And most likely he'll say something on TV. Or right. something on YouTube. And I also feel like that at that age, they don't have the word or the verbiage to say it, to sit there and say, oh, what? Like, if you, if I'm eating you, whatever the case is, and you say, Mommy, I'm a boy, and I would say, well, what makes you think you're a boy? Yeah. You have a vagina. Why do you think that you're a boy? Boys have, you know, penises or whatever it is. And then if they say, well, I feel like, or whatever it is, and that's a whole nother conversation. But I do agree with him in the essence that I feel like, and even if that is the case for the child, I feel like we don't let kids be fucking kids anymore. We don't. We already we nitpick everything. We start off by brainwashing them anyway with specific toys that they can play with, specific colors that they already see on a daily basis, which is pink, you know, for girls, blue for boys, and then boys play with hammers and and they play with with um with uh, uh, Spider-Mans and then yeah. girls play with Barbies and, and planes and baby dolls and different things like that. And then <clears throat> I kind of wanted to get into this conversation anyway because my father, um, I love him dearly, but he kind of kind of made me upset one day. My son was playing with my daughter's pink Barbie car. Right. He doesn't identify that as a pink Barbie car. He sees it as a car, and I'm going to put my my action figures in the car right. and drive away. So there's a old school mentality, oh, boys are not supposed to play with a pink Barbie car. Okay, but he doesn't register that as a, as a pink Barbie car. It is right. a fucking car to him. Right. He is a child. He does not know that. And if I felt like he was doing something like that I wouldn't stop him because because if he chose to be gay or a part of the LGBTQI community who am I to stop that I'm just going to support right. my child right and I but also think once again he's too young so so when he said that what did you say what was your response to him I said he identifies that as a car it is a car to right. him he does not see pink and he does not see Barbie he sees a car but I also think it goes back to the conversation that we had before about like a couple episodes ago about playing like house and things like that but I also think it's like he has a sister and I think kids are going to play with whatever's around exactly they're going to play with whatever's exactly. around and if I happen to be playing with a girl and she wants to play house okay right. I'm going to play house and if I happen to be a girl and I'm around a boy and he wants to play Spider-Man or whatever it is like if I know what the hell Spider-Man is I'm going to play Spider-Man whatever right. you know what I mean like I don't think I think we are in such a society where we just pay like we give Pace, a fuck right. too much like just let them be kids and allow them to ask you you know what I mean like allow them you know like, I feel like we're paying too much attention to what our kids gender and what they identify as and who they like versus their mental health because there are people walking around every day, like at the Garlic Fest, killing people. Mm-hmm. And the 11-year-old um, boy that got shot and killed with that 30-year-old man by saying it was self-defense, and he didn't know he was in the car. Yeah. There was actually a story that came up last week about a three transgender women were killed in D.C. Um, and I guess the, the person who they've caught, you know, he's... He's... Uh, responsible for some other attacks against the transgender community in the area. And it's just like, 
at three and four and five years old, I don't want my child worrying about that. Right. I mean, I'm not a parent, but like, there are so many of the things to be worrying about. Like, go play with your dolls or your whatever it is and going about your business. And then today you say, okay, you know what? I want to be a girl. I want to be a boy. I'm going to ask you why, and I'm just going to leave it alone. Right. I feel like we give, we do too much. We do the fucking most when it's not absolutely necessary. And he's receiving a lot of backlash. And I was looking through the comments, and people were saying, I guess in the story, he said, you know, you were a boy. You were born a boy. That is what you are. You know what I mean? At this particular time. Mm -hmm. He was, and you know, just saying, and people were in the comments saying, like, he's correct. Like, you know what, if you were a born with a penis, that is what you are, and that's what you currently have. That is what you are. That is what society sees you as right now. You know what I mean? And at that age, to complicate it and make it anything more, it's just like, for what? Right. For what? Because then you have to get into the whole aspect of what dating is, the birds and the bees, different things like that. Nobody has time to just let these kids be kids. Do that. Just let that let the kids be kids. Do that. All right. Moving on to not such a touchy subject. Okay. So I'm assuming you've watched um what is it, Housewives of Atlanta? You buddy. So Kenya Moore was dating a guy and her ex boyfriend by the name of Matt Jordan, and I believe he was a personal trainer. So he's very buff and like six three or whatever. And I never was Matt Wilds. He um is now arrested in Arizona jail for allegedly punching his girlfriend in the face. Girl, y'all should have known Matt was crazy from when he was on House of Atlanta. And if that didn't do nothing for you when he he tried to fight old man Peter hmm. with the knife. But I appreciate Peter because Peter was about that life. I was actually watching that video the other day. I could not fucking breathe. Peter was about that life. What are they? So did he get arrested or charged? He got arrested. So there was a witness there, and it says the witness that Matt uh, stated that Matt got super close to his girlfriend and snatched her cigarette out of her mouth and the one that was in her hand, um, including the one. Oh, I'm sorry, including the one that was in her hand at the time. By that time, the officer arrived on the scene. Matt had already left, like he left, but he was arrested for basically punching her in the face. It's not funny. Not it's not funny and it had like i was on social media and i was thinking back to where remember how you cry wolf you know your mom used to tell you that story don't mm -hmm. cry wolf because if, if you do it again and i don't come you're gonna be upset yep. so basically kenya was saying that you know that he was very violent different things like that and a lot of people didn't believe her so now this is her proof now going back to i want to say it was love and hip-hop New York or Atlanta, something like that, mm -hmm. when uh, Kay Michelle was dating uh, Memphis, Memphis. Yeah. And everybody tried to say she was a lying yeah. issue. But then Toya and Memphis went on um, marriage boot camp. Marriage boot camp and everything was revealed. And he was very aggressive and he probably did beat her ass. Yeah. I think it's a situation where this man needs help. He needs help. And if I know, and I guess me personally, but you know what, I do feel like you are what you attract what you are. I do, I'm a firm believer in that, whether it's relationship, friend-wise, you attract people similar to you. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, but old man Peter wasn't having that bullshit. No, not at all. Fucked him up. He was, he was here for it. And then, didn't he destroy Kenya's house? Yeah. I think and people, and the girls mm -hmm. didn't believe, yes, the girls didn't believe her. But she was just like, he is crazy. Like, he came to my house and did this. And they were like, no, he didn't. And here he is punching bitches in the face. Mm -hmm. The hell? Uh-uh. That got problems. That got problems when they know it. And I hope that he gets the help that he needs. So Capital One had a breach. Have you seen the picture of the person that they su supposedly said did the breach? Mm -mm. What happened? Okay. So she looks like a whole entire, like, ghost, crackhead, meth, whatever. She looks like Momo. She does. She looks like Momo. I didn't even think about that. Which is still fucking creepy when you think about it, Momo. So what happened? So she basically did a mass hacking. And got a hold of people's social security numbers and bank numbers. And I want to say up to 140,000 social security numbers, 1 million Canada social security numbers, and 8,000 bank account numbers. 
You know. So what? if you have Capital One, you better think about <laughs> capping your ass somewhere shit, else. I wish people would hack my student loans and get that done. I get. wish. I pray to God. Get it done. Hack it. Hack Something it useful. It yeah. For the better of the world. You can start with Sally Mae. You can Nailed start with Navion. Yeah. Federal government loans. What is it? Uh, Fed loans. My great student loans. You can go there too. You know, start, start there. Be smart. Yes. Yeah, hack those places. Be smart. Any other celebrity news before we get into this next topic? So, a Chicago mom was charged with a felony for allegedly stealing Taraji P. Henson's identity. Mm. She did this. So, she uh, she's a pregnant mother of six, is now fighting a felony charge. She apparently hacked her email. I don't know how, but... She hacked her email mm-hmm. and racked up to $12,000 in charges. You know what? I don't get, like, not that I would ever steal from anybody, but I feel like people get caught when they get, they get caught because they get greedy with shit. Yeah. Even with the Capital One woman. It would have been one thing if maybe you took one of five, but you go on 100,000 people's and things like that. That's how people get caught because they get greedy. Mm-hmm. Remember when the movie set it off? They was good, <laughs> the first one. Yeah. They, they got it. They to go out, back. But they had to go back. And you know what happened? All y'all bitches was dead, except for one. She got her ass on that motherfucking uh, bus. On that bus. I think that's what it is. Cut her braids off. I wonder how long her hair was when she cut it off. I know that's besides the point. I know. I was thinking of that, too. I was like, um, so how much money did she get for cutting her hair off like that? Well, not even that, but I'm thinking, like, if she was a real person. No, I'm just saying, in general, Jada Pinkett cut her hair off for that role. Maybe it was little before that. I feel like her hair was little then. But I'm thinking back to a different world. Like, she had a nice length of hair, but it wasn't, like, shoulder length. But, like, but I think but it don't matter. She cut her hair off. <laughs> well, you right. That's hosh posh. That's not here nor there. Because you're going to make me go back into the archives and think about what other movie she was in. Because when she was in Shame, she had a little shortcut, too. And I think that's around the same time. Okay. Okay. I could be wrong. We could be wrong. But I'm thinking back to, like, a different world and, like, just looking at the length. She could have possibly cut it before then. But whatever. Anyway, I just want to know what she got. The disrespect, but okay. No, she looks good. She can have a ball head because they have it small. She does. She has a nice... The face, the jawline, and everything for that. Chiseled. All right, so I wanted to ask you about thank yous. Okay. Congratulations. So I don't know if y'all saw, but Christina Milian is expecting with her new boo, as is Cassie, and with her new boo. Now, the Dream sent a post, a congratulations post to Christina Milian, and then Diddy also commented congratulations to, um, to Cassie. So this is a two-part thing. So, have you ever congratulated maybe an ex-friend, an ex-guy, and said congratulations? Like, what do you think about that? Um, me personally, I have not congratulated anybody that's an ex anything. Mm. Because once I, you know, once we come to a realization or we're not talking to each other anymore... I mentally, physically, and remove you from everything. Social media, my phone, memories. <laughs> like, no, I'm not doing all that. So, I guess, I would think, in my, like, if you posted something, I may like it, but I don't think I would go out of my way. And then to do it publicly. Yeah. I think that's what it is. And then the second half of that, and I'm going to bring it together, is there was this article... The story that featured was this guy. He was getting married, and he wrote a thank you to his ex-girlfriend for making him the man that he is today for his soon-to-be wife. Now, I definitely want to thank you, especially if I put in more than two years to get you to where you are. Oh, I want to thank you. I want it from her, though, okay? I want it from her. No, no, no. No, no, no. But, like, have you ever, like, wanted to... Okay, so I remember when I first graduated and, like, all the jobs that turned me down and didn't even give me an interview, I always told myself, like, if I become that bitch and I ever have to come in that room or whatever it is, I'm going to say thank you. I'll let you know, like, yes, hey, nice to meet you. Remember when I applied all those all those times back and y'all niggas ain't want to give me a chance or whatever it is? I thank you because without that, I wouldn't be here today. 
So you're being petty. I don't know if it's being, but I don't know if it's being, I feel like in that situation, I don't think it's being, the way I guess, that you're, I guess yeah, it is. The way petty. that you're saying it is petty. So that's what I'm saying. You're being petty. Like you never think that people, like, you know, when celebrities, they get up there and they get their rewards and they be like, I want to thank my haters. I want to thank this person. I want to thank that person who didn't believe in me. All this other stuff. You never want to like, sometimes I be having moments and I just want to be like, thank you. Or sometimes I'd be like, God, I dodged a bullet, so thank you, God. Mm-hmm. Or thank you for fucking up, because if you didn't fuck up, I wouldn't be where I am right now. Yeah, but I said it to myself. Or maybe to, like, my friends, be like, girl, mm-hmm. thank you for telling me. Basically, thank you for telling me that turducket was some shit. Because if I dodged, like, <sighs> there are so many times that I just say thank you to myself. And I don't regret anything because everything is a lesson. You learn and you move on. But I'm not about to sit up here and go my way and say thank you, congratulations, kudos, mm. peace and blessings, nothing. No. I definitely, I give myself a pat on the back because I definitely say, if we're just speaking relationship-wise in that setting, I definitely feel like had we not had our situation, you couldn't be the man that you are for her. And sometimes you see it and it's just like, damn, I don't put in all that work and someone else reaps the benefit of it. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, it's just like, you know what? But you don't know how that other person is interpreting that conversation. That could be like, oh, she's just trying to be petty because I don't want, we not together no more. And she's just trying right. to say thank now, you. I don't think so. he's dumb enough to tell his wife. Well, you know, no, he said he did tell her. She does know that I'm reaching out to you and I'm telling you. Um, but then I also think to myself, like, I guess like me several years ago would have wanted to thank you. Like a personal thank you. The immature me would have wanted to thank you. Yeah. But the older and wiser me just wants you to be happy and to grow. I think the older and wiser me deep down knows that I know that you're thankful. Right. I know that you're thankful and I know you're appreciative of what our relationship taught you and what you were able to take with it moving forward. And I can say the same thing. Like, I thank you for showing me what love was. I thank you for, you know, just... Whatever it is, the heartbreak, the good, the bad, the ugly, because I wouldn't appreciate what, what I, I have now. James, you owe me a soda. <laughs> but I also think, like, with friendships, I also, I'm thankful sometimes that shit didn't work out. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what? Thank God that you were moving from that situation. Thank God I didn't get that job. Thank God I'm no longer friends with that person anymore. Because it's just like... I'm a firm believer of when you don't want to remove your, I feel like God will show you things and the universe will show you things about things and people several times. And then it's just kind of like, okay, now you're not listening to me. Now I'm really going to remove you. Right. And then shit happens so that you can fucking wake up. And sometimes I look back at like people that I was cool with or whatever it is. And I'm like, you know what? I'm glad it didn't work out. I'm glad I'm no longer in that space. I'm thankful for that. I agree because I feel like, um, and it's not any ill will towards a person, right? It's but no it's just simply will. like you know what? I'm no longer that person. I'm no longer in that space anymore. I wish this person nothing but the best, but um, for a very long time, I thought this person was like my best friend, like my confidant, and everything like that. And then I'm starting to see the, the true colors. I'm starting to see who you really are. I'm starting to see. That you're not the person I thought you were. Mm-hmm. So some events happened where I started to see. Because we were all like in like a little small girl group. It was four of us. And I was just able to see that, you know, you're not as mature as you claim to be. Mm-hmm. And you're not really ready for um, a friendship. Because a friendship to me is just like a relationship. you you got to put work into that too. Mm-hmm. And you got to be able to see that person too. So I was just thankful because like once that person decided to stop being in my life and in our lives mm-hmm. it was like it opened doors we went on <laughs> I went to my first concert in my 20s I went I flew to DR every time every time I go on a vacation I normally just take a cruise but right. we flew to DR for seven days okay, we bonded over that. that you know um our friends are getting different um opportunities as far as career and school goes like one of my friends got a car and I'm not saying you know that somebody stops you from you know getting these things that I'm talking about but sometimes God shows you who you are if you continue to have that negative energy and that negative person in your life for so long you're gonna 
eventually miss your blessings. I think, you know, too, like, as I'm in my last year of my 20s. Yeah, you're getting old, girl. <laughs> I think I, I'm realizing I owe the universe a lot of thank yous. Mm-hmm. Um, I thank you that I didn't get that job over this one. I thank you that something small, like I didn't buy this over that. You know what I mean? Or just people. Um, but I also, it makes me wonder, like, do men ever look back, or just people in general, do they ever look back on their relationships that they've learned that they've grown the most about? And when they're in their current relationship, say, you know what, thank you. You may not, I don't mean reach out to them, mm-hmm. but how many of us would really re- look back in a situation or to someone who helped you grow, who, who was just there in a pilgrim one more time? Maybe you and then on good terms, bad terms, whatever it is, but how many of you would ever can honestly sit down and say, you know what, I'm thankful for that person because it had not been for that person, I wouldn't know X, Y, and Z. I wouldn't know how to do yada, 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 yada. Like how many people can honestly be honest? Like putting bullshit aside can honestly sit there and say, like, you know what, thank you. Because sometimes I think like a people, like a situation, like, you know what, if this weren't happened, I wouldn't have my kids. Or if this didn't happen, I wouldn't have this or I wouldn't have that. But how many people can honestly sit there and just say, you know something? Of all the bullshit that went on, I thank you. I thank you for those moments that we had. I thank you for being my support system when X, Y, and Z went on. I thank you for that. Like, and genuinely, like, mean it. I thank the universe. Like, I think like sometimes you have to just... And I'm a person, like, I never part ways with people on a bad note. Mm-hmm. But I feel like once I stopped being hurt, I was able to then say, you know what, thank you. And, you know, that's the same thing for me. I never part ways from people on a bad note. People just decide, you know, maybe they don't want to talk to me anymore. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not the perfect person. Right. But I've always been, like, somebody. I've always been people's rocks. And they felt right. like they can always come and confide in me. So they end up making their way back. Right. I don't even think... I didn't, I think it's mature of him to go ahead and to say and just in hindsight look back and be like, you know what, I think that girl. Right. You know, because here I am now, I know what it is to successfully be in a relationship, successfully love, how to treat this person. Because I definitely feel, in just speaking specifically with relationships, you learn what to do and what not to do in that first real serious relationship. Mm-hmm. And you take with that, and I remember my mom told me, she was just like, your first love is going to teach you everything you need to know. She said, because you're always going to be trying to recreate that relationship with another person. You're always going to look for bits and pieces of that person in your future relationships. Mm -hmm. You're always going to look for bits and pieces of that person. And at 29 years old, I think she's absolutely correct. And I think the universe knows that, you know, I thank you. I thank you. And I tell my fans all the time, like, I couldn't appreciate this relationship had I not had X, Y, and Z occur. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now, I ain't going to be writing no fucking letter. Yeah, I do agree. I do appreciate all of the... Um, the frogs you had to kiss to get to where you are. Yeah, we'll say that because I definitely was getting ready to say something else. <laughs> I do appreciate that because my husband is the, the total opposite of all of the guys that I used to date. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to see, okay, what a real relationship looks like because mm-hmm. all of that was like kitty love. Right. It was pretend, it was for fake, it was right. all this and that, but I was just able to see what a real relationship is. Right. And then even just like, you know what, like, again, like not even just relationship, but I thank you that that didn't work out. Thank you, universe. Thank you, God, for not allowing me to get X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. You know, thank you for moving out of a situation. Um, when I think about, you know, when I moved to this role that I'm in now, I struggled with it, like, damn, should I leave, should I this and the third, and I'm thankful that I did, because of all that transpired after the fact, you know what I mean? I thank you, I thank you because where I am now, I've learned so much about myself, professionally, things like that, and I felt like I wouldn't have learned that, had I moved, and I'm never going to show anything else, you know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. I think, I'm thankful for all of my experiences, but would I write a letter? No. I mean, write it, but I'm not going to send it to you. Right. Now, if we were out and I happened to run into you or the conversation came up, I may be like, you know what? That's what's up. I thank you. I appreciate you. Or just a little gesture to let you know. Like, but I think you, I think, I think people know. Like, I want to say people, let me say this. 
I know when people were thankful for me without them having to say thank you. Mm-hmm. I know it. Just in little things that they do. Okay. Hmm. But there will be no writing of any fucking letters. <laughs> Not and I'm not mature enough. No, you I'm too petty. Over that. I'm too petty. Yes. So, any other news for you, my dear? No, ma'am. Do we have a music plug from Alex's music plug corner? Oh, my God. Wait. Y'all pause. Okay, I have a story to tell y'all. So, First of all, the way you just did that was scary, but go ahead. I just thought about it because I was looking at the picture on my phone when I went to open it to give you my music plug. Mm-hmm. So I had a fucking wasp nest in the door of my house. Oh, God. Listen, y'all. Listen. So at my house, there's like the screen glass door and then there's a the regular door. And my fiance would stand out in the midst of it to catch the mailbox because he just was being lazy and just didn't want to just go outside. And we kept getting wasps in the house. Now, a couple summers ago when he was mowing the lawn, he like ran over, there was a wasp nest in the ground and he got stung, right? So, okay, long story short or whatever it is, I went to go, I was checking for my package from Amazon and I looked out and I saw a dead wasp and I'm like, what the F? And I happened to look up and there was a big ass wasp nest. Mm. Now me, I like to save a coin. I'm very short, but I was just like, we have to get this out. So I went out to Home Depot, and I bought all of this rage shit. I'm like, all right, I'm about to get this. I'm looking on YouTube. This man got on a ladder. I don't have a ladder, but I was like, maybe I can get on a chair, and he can go ahead, and he could, like, he took down the thing, right? The wasp nest. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, I could do it. But then something was just like, you know what, Alex? Let's be smart. And I thank God for Googling YouTube because they were like, just because you take down the nest doesn't mean you've solved the problem. So, fast forward, shout out to my part-time job because I was able to afford to have the exterminator come out. And he just, and he took this water thing and he knocked the motherfucking down. But I found out that they're not wasps, they're called mud butters. Something, okay. I think I'm saying it wrong. But he did see wasps on the property, but then he was later like, you have wasps in your gutter. There's a, there's nests in your gutter. So now I have to figure that out. They can't just come back and remove the wasp. Well, he sprayed it, but he was just like, you have to, like, go in it. Something on the lawns like that. But y'all, and I told the man when I was there, I was just like, well, I have a groom if you want to. He was just like, man, please do not. Do not bring, he said, do not go out there. Do not try to move it yourself. But I was ready to do so. So shout out to the people that came out and took the wasp nest down for me. Because I was ready. I was ready. Do you understand? (laughs) I'm telling you, YouTube were having me thinking I can do anything. I was in Apparently. I was just like, I'm about to get this. I said, Colin, don't worry about it. You allergic? I got this. I got us. I'm about to get it. I said, I read at nighttime. You They're less active. Table, They're less active at nighttime. I'm going to get them. But I didn't have a ladder or a step stool. Well, thank you to the I man who came out. I smacking that goddamn wasp nest. I was going to get... And getting stung and looking like... You ever seen the Proud Family movie when the peanuts are on the thing? And your head be shaped like that. That's what I imagine when a wasp thinks you. So I was like at home, like, and I was like, I had to get on my tiptoes to see. I mean, my tiptoes to see. But I kept watching them. I was trying to watch their behavior. And I'm like, I'm about to get y'all. Y'all wait till I get my spray. I Sound was like somebody ready. grandma. I was ready. I bet. Because when Kai came home and Kool-Aid had the door, bathroom door closed, I said, he was like, there's a wasp in there. I said, I got it. Don't worry about it. So I went in there. I said, turn the TV off. I need to hear it buzz. Because they make noise. Look at you. I cut the light off. Exterminator. I said, we're going to cut this. I said, have my back. Stand behind me. You ain't going to get stung. Don't worry about it. So I go in there. And I heard it. So I'm like, turn on the water. And I'm flashing the lights. And I heard its wings. Or whatever it was that was making it. So I went and I stood from the distance. And I got my aim right. I didn't see it. But I heard it. And I sprayed. And then I got a little closer. I said, are you ready? You have my back in case we have to run. And I saw that motherfucker in there, and he was barely moving. So sorry to any Peter people, but the motherfucker had to die, and I got it. Which gave me the strength and the insight to be like, well, I could take this nest down. That's how it started. Mm-hmm. That's how it started. But I did not do that because I cannot afford a medical bill if I, they should sting me and I have to go to the hospital. The men came and got it. So shout out to them. Because I was ready. And I even walked out with him. I brought him my cans. I was just like, I bought these at Home Depot. He was just like, ma'am, 
I'm going to put my suit on. I'm going to bring my professional spray, and I got it. So, that's it. That was what, what is your music plug, ma'am? Don't do that. Your, what is your music plug? I say, if you, ever you. Get a, if you ever get a nest, you can call me. Ma'am, I would not. <laughs> okay? Because you definitely going to be having me knock them, wash the nest down with my broom. I'm not doing that. I'm not playing with you. Whatever. Okay, this song is called Kindness, and it's by Hard to Believe featuring Jasmine Sullivan. Okay. Is that the only one for this week? That is the only one. That's what I said, friend. I didn't say I had two this week. Is that everyone? You kill one little wasp and don't know how to act. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Bye. Bye, guys.